So we are live. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I am your host, the Afro Boy, and this is the Lost African Podcast, where we talk about Afro culture, Afro history, financial literacy, and um, controversy. And today, as you guys know, um, on Fridays, we do what I like to call, in short, is Financial Fridays. So we're, we're going to talk about everything that is um, for the culture to get ourselves out of debt, right? So this is reflect on yourself as while you reflect on your debt. You know, what would I tell myself at 18, right? Almost 10 years ago, about eight years ago. So what would I tell my 18-year-old self? And I still remember some of the minimal financial knowledge I actually had. For instance, um, car loans and so forth and managing your debt and just actually doing the numbers the actual benefit of applied math right which is what i learned was the terminology that we use to category the math that we learned versus the math that the kids are learning today but you know i asked myself or what would i ask myself what is your debt what is your evaluated expenses now at 18 what was i doing just to give you uh, a backlash i had a nine to five uh i was living in my family home um i did have a car it was a family car so i did have that version of an expense uh, but i wasn't paying light bills gas bills rent um uh, there probably was a lot i could have done in those i want to say three to four years to where if you was talking to me now, I'd probably be in a completely different financial situations. But that is why I made this show today. Because one of my sisters uh, was like, man, you should make content uh, about financial literacy. And I wanted to respond. I was like, why you just don't listen to my show? Um, but I'll make a, a shorthand and tag or anything. But anyway, I said, okay, I'll do it. I said, let's talk about it. Uh, what I would tell my 18 year old self next is like, are you evaluating, are you evaluating your budget? Right. You know, what is your salary? My salary, um, when I was 18, I want to say was probably like 25 K 30 K like the, the median, the, the bare, the common minimum. Right. And then to give myself knowledge. Like if I was able to travel back in the future and get myself knowledge um, as a as who would be considered an old head or a big brother, because I wouldn't be that much older than myself now. Um, are you investing? I would truly give the generation that is coming up behind me so much more knowledge. Which is why I talk to my niece, right? It may catch on to my nephews, you know, because they're going in college now. But when I talk to my niece, yeah. Uh, you know, are you making investments? Are you developing an investor's mindset? An investor's mindset is not just the stock market. It is not just real estate. It is, are you taking the time to invest in yourself? Are you saying that I want to be a lawyer, right? I want to be a doctor. I want to be in law enforcement. I want to be in the NBA. I want to be, uh, mechanic however artist right i want to be a painting artist 
a music artist, a producer, whatever spectrums of dreams you have, are you investing in that, right? And so I said, well, okay, if, if you have that developed mindset, right, I'm going to give you some of the things that would help or you can start yourself on that path. So I would look into learning how to leverage credit cards. Going back to my journey, um, the first credit card I had, uh, I was with uh, one of the top five bankings. I think it, I think it was Chase. So I had got a secured card, right? Because I I walked in with some sense. I said, yeah, I'm trying to get a handle on my credit score because I'm trying to do what? Break uh, what they call generational curses. I'm trying to break generational curses. I'm trying to pay attention to the fact that every time I turn around, what I would commonly hear in the hood, what I would commonly hear in the hood, man, Joe, my credit score is like five something, like five, six something, my credit score. Is, is a mess. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not trying to be like my parents and call on Peter to pay Paul. I'm just trying to start off on a different financial footing. Did I jump that far away looking back? Maybe not, but I tried though. And that's what I'm trying to get you to, to understand. I want you to try. I want you to do. I want you to succeed. So leverage credit cards. And when I got my secure credit card, it was like, I think I had like a $500 limit. So I'm going to walk you through um, some advantages of mastering credit cards that I learned, picked up, watching other videos. Shout out to him, 500. Shout out to Wall Street Travel. Shout out to Ernie Leisure. Um, I always pay homage to the people who have given me more knowledge than versus anything else that I've done and my own individual research, but I pay homage to them for taking it to another level. So I asked myself, okay, so what is the suggested average number of Americans who have credit cards? Like what is the the, the median for the amount of credit cards that people have? I said five, Google said four. So I said, okay, well, if I'm trying to leverage credit cards, what should I buy? What are some of the benefits? So I went through like the top six, and this is in no order, of uh, the benefits of getting these credit cards. And you can get the, you can apply. I won't say you will get, because anything, full disclaimer, anything you hear me talk about is strictly based on my opinion and my own uh, research conclusion. None of these things are fact. Um, please do your own research. Ask all the questions that you possibly have up underneath the sun. Um, getting this information when you call these uh, credit card companies. But this is their um, offers, right? These are some of their, their incentives to getting their credit cards. And again, this is in no order. So U.S. Bank has a U.S. Bank Cash Plus, right? These are all uh, zero APRs. I believe the Chase one has a zero APR for the first year. So you have 12 months to get your finances in a more stable condition if you also apply and get this credit card. But here is the, the offer. So it's $200 bonus if you spend up to $1,000 in 120 days. So what's the math for that really quickly? So 
um thousand dollars man blessings for calculators nowadays but a thousand dollars in 128 days 128 days is 30 times what is four right so four months right so the average is three to three to six months you got an average to spend a thousand to three thousand dollars um chase freedom again zero apr so that's zero interest or annual fees attached to them two hundred dollars for spending 500 in the first three months i really like that one and 200 from city custom cash so city bank after you spend 750 so 750 dollars in the first three months capital one 200 after you spend 500 in the first three months wells fargo however you feel about wells fargo it just popped up on google as a suggestion um 200 after spending a uh, thousand in the first three months and then blue cash referred by american express um is 300 after spending three thousand dollars in the first six months right so that's five hundred dollars every month and they have cash back rewards the median is five percent so we're just going to say hey you get about five percent cash back and five percent cash back is about 25 dollars on i believe 500 dollars. so i want to say it's maybe like 15 or 300 dollars and so forth but i said okay well with this knowledge that i just blessed my 18 year old self how can you use this this goes back to your mindset what do you want to do what is your dream and any dream no matter if you want to be in the nba if you want to be an artist in the music industry if you want to be a artist in the the, the film and, and painting industry if you want to be an artist oops, not an artist if you want to have a career in, in law and in, in medicine and um whatever the top five uh industries and career paths that make up a society you can also still have financial benefits an example right so they have cash back rewards on top of the what you're spending groceries the way you can do this even on a group economic and family economic black family economic household you can do this Let's say you got to spend $500 in the first three months. What is the average that you spend on groceries in your household in a month? If I was to say me for an example, sometimes it fluctuates. I try to leave the basis of 100 every two weeks. And the reason it may be 100 or more is because I also try to eat healthier. So this all depends on where you are. And your eating habits all these things small or big play a part in your financial ladder where you are trying to get and go so with that being said buy your mom's household groceries buy your sister's household groceries for that month and you can just call them up but let's say you got let's say you got capital one savers card right and it says you're getting a 200 bonus after you spend 500 in the first three months 
And we're just going to use that one card. You don't have to tell them the, the reason why. If you want to, that's up to you. Hey, sis. Hey, ma. Hey, hey, bro. Um, let me buy your uh let me buy your groceries and you give me cash. Let me let me swipe my car, buy your groceries, and you give me cash and you buy your groceries for your household. Because what is gonna happen? You spend the money on a credit card, you let it hit the statement after I want to say a week or so. I don't know how fast uh it will hit. And you get credit for those purchases. Now, look up what are the qualifying stores, markets that you'll earn the cash back rewards and the points for. Now, if it says on all purchases, it should be valid wherever grocery store you, you go to. But check to see, okay, well, do I have to shop for his groceries at Walmart, at Target, and so forth? How can I get this $200 incentives right back. So you're spending your regular average. You, you, you're even. So you're only spending money in your household. Whatever you spend. Because even if it's, let's say you only spending 200 By the third month, if you just buying groceries, you still met the qualifications to get, the two, to get a month's free worth of groceries to get your money back. This is how they, they flip cards for incentives. Now, what else could you do? Going back to my car, right? Traveling, like other, also really quickly, other incentives that they have, uh, travel related. Or, or I believe the commons of these cards is, you know, airfare, hotels, car rentals, public transportation. Now, public transportation is actually unique because what does that mean? Okay, let's say, I'm trying to save up for a car, right? You get your uh, incentive card. And how much do you spend a month in um, in the fares? Rentals. Add all that up in three months. Can you spend $500? Most likely you can. But restaurants, supermarkets, gas stations, subscriptions put your bills on your credit cards so whatever your average bills is let's say you got all the subscriptions scott stars hbo uh, peacock amazon put those in you tie those in with your monthly bills that add up to 300 okay what else phone service does that add up to 400 nine times out of ten in the first month of what you can get points and rewards for that are related to your average spending you can make free money off of these things. So going back to what I would tell my 18-year-old self if he was chasing his dream, another thing that he could do in that very first year, if he after he gets his secure credit card, because most of the times that's how they start you off, that's how they started me out. I wasn't able to really get a incentivized credit card until after the first year. So I drilled in on trying to build financials for the first year, only spending what to do what in that first year, only spending this minimum amount to build up my credit score. And one of the reasons why you should focus on building up your credit score, especially if you're 18. So all the homies that's in college, all my youngest that's in college right now, pay attention. 
you 18, you got in your scholarship, you got in your free ride to HBCU for all the kids at Morgan Park, for all the kids in the city of Chicago, who, or all the kids in the States. Uh, I believe it's the Hope Foundation who got the opportunity to go to college for free your senior year. Get you a secure credit card. This is a suggestion. Get you a secure credit card that first year in college. Uh, manage your finances. Do a work study if you can. And pay off the secure credit card. That way, by the time you're in your sophomore year of college, you can now get the incentives of all these other credit cards. You can get cash back. Uh, on all your purchases, your groceries, and so forth while you're still doing work study. But another reason why I said that is because between 18 and 19 of your freshman year of college, including the summer, now you built your credit score up to a 650, a 670. And you're like, man, I'm tired of taking the bus. Uh, I've developed, I became more financially savvy. I want to take on... um, a car. I want to take on an SUV because I want to travel. I want to explore the world because what are these years? Even though, you know, the reality of a lot of us, we don't live those years of fun, but those who have the ability to please all the young kids, all the seniors, listen to me. Okay. You want to explore the world. I want to buy my first car so I can travel with my friends. We want to go on group road trips. Want to go to museums? We want to travel. We want to travel the world. Boom! We can do this. You go to the car lot, and I ask myself all these questions. I say, okay, so what is the average, right? What is the average term uh, on a, on a car loan? Because when I first got my my first car loan, I had a Chevy, I had a Chevy Impala, and the hood that was one of those. Man, if I want an Impala, I want an Impala. That was the car, right? Um. So I was adamant about getting my Impala. Like if it was used, I wasn't thinking about it being new. I just wanted my Impala. And it was because of my financial circumstances that I was like, okay, I'm going to go use because um, I'm on a budget now. And I don't even think I was still living. I was living on my own. I think I was just on a budget during this first year. So the average car loan was 72 months that's the average term which is six years when i did research from edmunds e-d-m-u-n-d-s edmunds.com they said that on a used or new car the difference in financing is eleven thousand dollars less right that's it so if you got a new car for thirty thousand dollars you're getting a used car for twenty thousand dollars but it takes the same amount of time to pay off the used or new car. So you in the dough, you stuck with this car for about six years flat, regardless if it's new or used. Now you could trade it in because this is this is the bad thing about our communities and um, communities who don't have enough financial literacy and financial education coming out of the door. Yeah, but I'm just trading your car, refinance your car. Let's say your first car, your first used car, because we're going to talk like we do every day in the hood. Your used car was 1500 right? 
or fifteen thousand, I should say. Your used car was fifteen thousand. You in that hot new Chevy, and you like, man, I'm tired of this car. Whatever the maintenance problems was that you was having with it, I want to trade it in. They're like, yeah, just trade it in. You go get you another car. They're gonna put the money on the back end. But because this is your used car, you had it for like two, three years. You're like, man, I want a brand new car. I'm gonna get a brand new car. Okay. You pay five thousand dollars down, so that means you got ten thousand dollars left on on the loan. You want to go get a brand new car, brand new car, costing you thirty thousand. Now you got to tack on another ten thousand, so now you paying forty one thousand dollars on this new car versus getting your new car straight out because you got to understand that this is what you live through life in the reality that it is you might pay for more of it now but it may be more of a beneficial to you later in life because then i asked okay what is the common trade-in right what is the average trade-in for people who have cars new cars the average is three years right and that's where depreciation of the car because every time you buy a car off the lot it does depreciate because the moment you bought it it is no longer new it is used but the impact of depreciation doesn't hit as hard on a new car in that three-year time frame on a used car you can trade the, the common trade in is a year because it's already lost of the value so the median it's pretty much flat now where the incentive is on that is the need the supply so that's why nine times out of ten people who flip used cars usually come up on top because the supply of the car itself the utility itself the what it does for me itself now inside of this i said okay so if the average trade-in of a new car is three years, if the average term life of getting a car loan is six years, why not make the car loan on say five years on top? Five to four years on top. So if you're coming out of the gate. At 18, and you're going to get a new car, put the car loan at four to five years, refinance after the first year, same way they do in household real estate. Because when you re anytime you refinance, you usually get a lower rate. But if you built your credit from 18 to 19, getting that secure credit card, the average of the percentage based on the loan would be what? Would be lower. Because your credit score has went up. So I asked, what is the average credit score for black people? Um, I put in black people and they came up black Americans. But again, one black man's problem, usually university sometimes is another black man's problem or another black man's issue or another black man's reality. But this is especially for my brothers because, yes, our black women need to know financial literacy because they usually traditionally have the duty of taking care of the home, making sure our kids are fed, making sure um, we got groceries in the house. 
and you need money, know how to budget, do the account books. And that's how old school's household was. But why does the black man, why does the, the man need to know financial literacy? Is because he is the one that is bringing home, usually, as, as, a, as a traditional way of speaking, um, the money. Now, in moderate and new age households, all these things are still beneficial to us because who are we as a collective? We are a community. We are a kingdom. We are a family. But um, Investopedia.com said the average credit score for black people is a 670 in 2019. So that means if you got refinanced, your average interest rate from when you first got your new car at a four-year term, refinance, now they're going to tack on a whole nother year. Nine times out of ten, say for the same length of the term, for the same length or maybe 12 months after, so an extra year, they'll give you, I would estimate an average of 3 to 5% on top of whatever your interest is now. Now, what does that mean? That your car payment with a 15% interest at 72 month, which is the common, which is a six-year loan, with 15% interest, on a $30,000 car, SUV, or sedan is about five sixty, dollars right? And uh, no. And then I think at a five-year, it'll only be $738 a month. Now, yes, that is a lot of money in our reality. But if you are not paying rent, if you are doing work study, do these things pay off? I believe they can. If you are investing, if you are investing in assets like the stock market, for that first year that you did not have your car, if you're incentivizing those $200 that you got out of the cashback incentives of the first month and you've gotten all five cards, what did you do with that grant, right? If you got all five cards, all five credit cards, and you did all the incentives and every three to six months you spent $500 to $1,000 to $3,000 and you've done it uh, wisely, You've got $1,000 in cash, right? Some in cash. You should be able to redeem it for like a cash check usually or uh, get that money sent to your checking account. And if you're able to pull the money off, what can you do in this first, in those last nine months? Invest in the stock market. If you do it right, by that next year, when you're 19 to 20, you could have a return of at least $3,000. And what is the average tax return that I looked up? The average tax return is like three fifty, dollars right? The average tax return is about $3,500 from feet.com. So F-R-E-E-P, feet.com. What can you do with this around this time? Are you 18, 20? Remember, I said, if you was following the story, you spent that first year grinding, you spent that first year being financially um, savvy, educating yourself on money, didn't go get the car yet. But you said, I want to travel this time. You were working, so you do get a W-2, you do get a tax return, you was doing the average amount. So now you got $8,000, eight to $10,000. 
um, saved up over that year. Man, these possibilities sound wild, don't it? But it's all about mindset. It's all about mind frame. You can do all these things. And I would tell my 18-year-old self, young man, especially young black man, I know the world may seem rough. It may seem hard to dream. You can do all these things. All these things. Um, so now you got $10,000 in your hand. You can invest that into your artist career. You can invest that into software. You can invest that into real estate. So now you ain't got to stay in the dorm, right? Now you can, or let's say if you was going to college for free, you can stay in the dorm, use that $10,000 as a down payment on your house. The average is a, a for FHA and the conventional was 3.5% to 5%. You can use that $10,000 as a down payment, rent out the complex because you're staying in the dorm for free and make money hand over fist while you're in college. Do you see how awesome this sounds it's all about my frame it's all about my frame when you're going into this money so hopefully i've sparked some form of ideas that you can take as suggestions try your best to implement them do all the research you can ask all the questions when you're calling all these credit card people and go for what you know and let me know if you tried this out so we still doing this show in a year and you heard this you email me at unity at lostafricanpodcast.com. Um, you inbox me on my blog, Lost African Podcast. You comment on the on the YouTube, Lost African Podcast. Let me know if it was a success. Let me know if it impacted you. I love my Afro family. I love the world. And I will holler at y'all.